you have entered the Pastors of Pain Zone, or the Pastors of Pain County, that is. Uh, welcome, uh, welcome back. Uh, you, have, uh, you have tuned into another awesome episode or uh, radio show or podcast, or you're listening to this on one of your um, apps. I, do, I don't know. Maybe a radio station like Pete FM. Wow. You've tuned in to the greatest priest podcast in in podcast Payne County history. A tongue twister there. Father Brian O'Brien is not in the studio today, so I uh, I just go at it. And uh, I, I, we do have a, we have a, do have a secret guest every time Father O'Brien or I'm not here. Uh, we always have a, a secret guest come in. Uh, the secret guest today has actually the same initials as me, but is not my twin or doppelganger. If you if you know what doppelganger is. <laughs> Uh, so, welcome, welcome to this uh, great episode of uh, Pastors of Pain. Uh, so, school year, school year, just just uh, some uh, some things going on. School year has uh, has kicked off here in Stillwater, America. If you haven't noticed, the Texas license plates have increased in volume, and the aggressive travel of of people sort of like thinking that this is the DFW Metroplex. They still think they're in Colleyville the way the way they drive and change lanes. Uh, <laughs> All of us here in Stillwater feel both the joys and the like, oh, there's lines once again. And we sort of have to plan our life. Is that right, KW? That is right, Father Kerry. Whoa! And yes. there, there's our secret guest right there. It is, it is not one of our focus missionaries. It is not another priest. It is, uh, <laughs> it is not <laughs> breaking news. I know breaking breaking news. <laughs> it is not my brother. It is our sister in Christ, Kimberly Williams. Uh, Kimberly Williams, hi. Hi. W- welcome, uh, welcome to your first in- installment. Maybe, maybe last. Oh, depending oh, on, depending on wow. how well I do at oh, this. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Although Brian may show back up and be like, "Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not, people. we're not letting you do this alone." <laughs> you know, even with adult supervision like Jay McRae over here, uh, you know, sometimes this podcast, radio show, <laughs> when I'm here, you know, kind of like when we had um, uh, who was that Gretchen and. Um, Whatever her name is, Alicia, Alicia Crab, and <laughs> whatever her name is, and Robert Williams, our seminarian, that that kind of went chaotic, and uh, Bo Blanchard has always wanted to be on the show. But what what are your thoughts on allowing Bo Blanchard, focus missionary, to be on the podcast? Oh, I I don't know that the world is ready for that. I don't you know if the world don't is think ready the for that. The world is ready for that. Okay, no. well we'll Mm-mm. we'll we'll, uh, we'll keep him as a designated hitter, <laughs> <laughs> just maybe maybe. You know, check him in once in a while and see see what he's coming, what he's going to do. Uh, how was your, how was your summer prior to college students returning in uh, Stillwater, America? My summer flew by. I think um, once things calmed down at St. John, um, it it was like July already. So um, wow. summer always flies by faster and faster. Uh, that's unfortunate. I, I think so as well. Did you get vacation time in at least? Yeah, I took a little time off. I took a retreat, so that oh, was nice. Yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yay to retreats. I love one. Um, once a month, take one day of just go away, retreat, pray, call the desert day. So exactly. I encourage people out there to like take a desert day. It's really great to just zip off and just like pray and relax. What do you? Where do you go on retreats? I went to the Spiritual Life Center up in Wichita. And oh, only two hours away. Only two hours away. Really mm. quick trip. A beautiful, a beautiful place to go. Very restful. Very peaceful. Wow. And yeah. you, was it a guided retreat, or you just took a couple books with you? Just took some books with me. 
um, took some art supplies. Oh, I'm sorry, to, what? Art supplies? Like, art, art supplies. Did just, you like have like uh, velvet dogs playing yes, poker? Yes, a big, yes, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> From the, um, you, you, all, you all may not know this, but, um, uh, well, uh, oftentimes Kimberly's uh, sarcasm it looks at me and is like, that's our conversation because she's like, oh, yes, that's exactly what I did. It's all, you know. I have, a, as my best buddy Chuck says, I have a face for radio and you have a voice for radio. Oh, you know, you I have see. A, okay. You have a pretty good radio voice. Mm-hmm. Well, so all, all of us, I think, a fantastic summer. If you haven't seen St. John Catholic Student Center, it is. Um, the building is currently uh, demolished, piles of dirt. They're getting ready to start driving concrete piers and steel piers. And, and but we're doing uh, campus ministry as we have always done, just in um, just in different places. Now you can, if you go to Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, you can see that video of the mobile ministry tour of the city of Stillwater. Now, now that we're back, it's that time of year. And what time of year is that, Kimberly Williams? I know it's college students coming back. It's football season and uh, tailgates show up or a homeless village every Saturday around Boone Pickens Stadium. Right. It, what? It, it's time for Christmas decorations to start showing up at Hobby Lobby, Father oh, Carey. Oh, yes. Christmas, the season of Christ Mass, begins um, before, well, ordinary time ends. Wow, the liturgical seasons are are so guided by Walmart and um, Hobby Lobby, which I don't go into either of them with with frequency. What what else goes on this time of year? Um, I I think uh, if the reason I'm here today, I think it's the time of year when we have a whole crop of people show up wanting to learn more about the Catholic Church. What? Is, is that possibly it? Oh, uh, yes, yes. I have, uh, yes, uh, I've been baiting her in these with these questions like, what? And it's that time of year. People it is want that time to of year. like inquire about Catholicism or RCIA is, is this like neon light shows up RCIA, and uh, they 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 want to they they're coming back to college. And they have questions from the summer, or they've interacted with people, and then they're like, "Oh, I I want to know more about this Catholic thing that I experienced this summer, or I heard from my friends, or what have you." Uh, what uh, What do you do? What, what What? I guess there's a couple things here, like people who are asking questions about Catholicism. What do you think they should do this time of year? What, what would be a, a, a great a great gift for them? A great gift for them, I think, would be to find a program at their Catholic church, a way, uh, classes that they can attend, people they can talk to, um, a way to inquire about the Catholic faith and just learn who we are and what we believe. Okay, so what is, like, you've studied a lot of this. What is RCIA? Define the acronym for us and sort of give us, give maybe give us, we'll talk, we're going to talk a little history about RCIA Go ahead, hit it. So RCIA, it stands for the Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults. And really that is just describes the process that someone goes through to Ooh. become Catholic. Um, the, the process. The process. Like, it is a process. And so the, the rites themselves, I, just, I define them as just different check-in points. 
um, as someone is exploring the Catholic faith and learning more about the church, there, there are points where we just check in with each other. The church says, hey, how are you doing on this journey? And someone says, I'm, I'm learning a lot. I want to continue forward. And we say, great. Uh, we want that for you as well. And we're going to pray for you. And we're going to encourage you along this journey. And we check in at another point and say, like, how are things going? And they say, you know, I really think I want to become Catholic. And the church says, you know, great. We, we think you're ready. You've learned a lot. You're showing that you're, you're growing in your faith. You're, you're attending the sacraments. You're attending mass. Um, you're, you're growing in this community. And, and we think you're ready, too. Until then, the final rites are the rites of initiation, so baptism, confirmation, and Eucharist that we all celebrate together at the Easter Vigil. And so those, that in themselves, that is the rite of Christian initiation. Okay, okay, the rite of Christian initiation uh, of adults, RCIA, there's also one for kids, but we don't really deal with kids. We would deal with 18 to 25-year-olds, which is adults. St. Francis Xavier has it for not only children, rite of Christian initiation of children, of the small, small ones, but also for adults. And we'll give you some of that information in sfx.org. You can find countless stuff. And we'll give you some information at the end of where theirs is and what time and who to contact about that. Okay, so what? Who's who can who can go to these RCIA, Rite of Christian Initiation uh, of Adults sort of classes? What did you... you... Anybody. Anybody can go. Um, we... Can the Pope? The Pope can come. Sure. <gasps> really? Should we invite him? We should invite the Pope. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> because we can always learn more about their, our faith. We never actually graduate. Um, the Catholic faith is the Catholic faith is so deep. I mean, we you know we we see it when we hear um, readings come up throughout the lectionary cycle, you know, repeated. And every time you hear um, a new a new scripture, a new reading, there's new insight into it. Um, there's something we we learn that wasn't there the last time, and we just keep growing deeper and deeper in our faith. So sure, the Pope can learn too. The Pope. So the Pope can show up. The Pope can show up. Active Catholics can show up and learn more about their faith. Oh, really? So people who are going to Sunday Mass and frequenting the sacraments and and are, you know, responding to the the good God's grace and living holy lives, they they could come and they can learn more about their Catholic faith. I I mean, I tell you, every time we do the RCA classes at, at St. John, I learn something hearing from both you teach, myself teaching students asking questions like oh yeah i didn't uh, i didn't see that one coming uh there's a yeah they keep us on our toes okay who who else can attend Um, rca classes obviously people who want to become catholic or think they want to become catholic um baptized catholics who are never confirmed that's an opportunity for them to complete their confirmation and also just anyone non-catholics non-christians anyone who wants to find out more about the church and learn more about the church. And I would encourage them to come because uh-huh. they know um, it's a it's better information than what they're probably going to get in certain parts of the internet or through their own research. <laughs> we know you mean, solid are you sources. Saying, are you saying Reddit is not a good place <laughs> to find information about the church? I would never say that about Reddit, no. <laughs> no, because that dark hole will pull you back in. <laughs> you come with me. Exactly. You don't know what Reddit is. Don't go there. Uh, fair point. Enough fair, said. Fair point. Enough uh, um, said. It's a dark, bottomless pit. But it's good when you're exploring the Catholic Church. It's good to have actual Catholics to talk to, to bounce ideas off of, to cool. share your concerns with. Hmm. To, you know, to ask questions. 
like it. Yeah, to, to run ideas around. Okay, so uh, so people who are interested in becoming anybody else, anybody else like that can can attend. Atheists, agnostics, people who are just like I don't know. I I I don't believe in Christianity or religion or organized religion. Yeah, people who disagree with the Catholic Church should come and find out more. A lot of who is it? Is it uh, Fulton Sheen who said what they're millions of people who disagree with what they think the Catholic Church is, um, and very few who disagree with the actual Catholic Church once they learn about it. I've uh-huh. totally blown that quote, but there oh, we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah that, that, you know that, where it's going. I, I got you. You can Google that quote. The, the, uh, there are those moments when people are learning about uh, Catholicism or learning about, like, the, the, I think the lives of the saints and the Blessed Virgin Mary, and they, they, they discover, like, huh, I always thought Catholics worshipped Mary and the saints. Mm-hmm. Like, um, no, we don't. We do a lot of myth busting. Yes. <laughs> a lot, a, that, there is a lot of that, a mm-hmm. lot of myth busting mm-hmm. of just sometimes people are, because some of them are Christians who are becoming Catholic, who, who have been on this like journey either with a friend or internet, or they just like, there was a moment where they're like, I want to learn more about Catholicism and they go that direction. And so there is myth busting from people who are, who are from Christian denominations who are becoming Catholic, as they say, crossing the Tiber. Yes. Or there are um, non-Christians who are like, like are coming in as well. And they also have certain like myths that we have to bust. There's a lot of perception about the church. Um, a lot of religion in general or religion in general. Yeah. But you know, there are a lot of people who are just searching, searching for truth. Um, and we welcome them in and show the truth of Christ to them. Whoa. Okay. So what what is the what is the structure of RCAA? So if someone uh, like says, you know what, I would like to attend the Rite of Christian Initiation of Adults, or as we call it at St. John, Catholicism One Hundred and One. Because it sounds a lot. Unless sounds an acronym sounds less intimidating. One, I, I think like the idea of Catholicism One Hundred and One is also. Uh, is also more collegey. It's just got like, it's like yes, this is a class. It's intro to Catholicism. It's it's not the end all be all of Catholicism, right? Correct. Because I mean, <clears throat> we're not going to. I, what was that book I gave you a couple months ago? It's like this dense, and it's like on Christian mysticism. Oh yes, and it was like six hundred pages, mm-hmm. and it's all of these mystics throughout the church, and it's called. The Introduction to Christian Mysticism. Volume four, I think. We're just at, <laughs> I think we got through the Dark Ages. It wasn't even the entirety of it. No. Yes. And so we don't start off with that. No. <laughs> we also don't start off with, okay, um, so we're going we're gonna to dive into the book of Leviticus and St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Yeah. Uh, we're, not, we're not starting there. Where, where do we start this journey of... Of uh, one investigating, diving into the idea of either Christianity or Catholicism. We always start with the kerygma, which is the the, the kerygma. I, I don't speak Portuguese, so the, if you could translate that or Russian or Russian. My Russian is okay. Rusty. Hold up. Okay, it is the initial proclamation of the gospel, and so that that good news of Jesus Christ. The initial proclamation of the gospel, mm-hmm. which gospel means 
good news or evangelion, even mm-hmm. evangelization. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what, what does that mean? What does that mean? So that means, you know, letting us know, you know, who we are, that we were made for a relationship with God, mm. that we broke that relationship through sin, that God had a repair plan in place, which is Jesus Christ, um, who came to suffer and die for us. And, you know, once we find out who we are and who we are made for, um, and just that invitation to follow Christ and be his disciples. And mm-hmm. there we anything to add to that, Father Kerry? Yeah, fact check me here. Uh, no, 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 I'm not fact checking you. That's Father Gail Hammerschmidt's job. He is, uh, he fact checks me all the time. He's like, um, I think uh, all the Germans in my life and the, uh, yeah, all the Germans in my life are always like, I'm not sure that's even accurate. <laughs> like, it's a broad number. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it's the kerygma is that it's we start off with. I, I think when I usually teach the beginning of the kerygma, we start off with the book of Genesis and and discover like who we are uh, and see our human dignity. You know, even even to talk about Genesis chapter one of how creation, uh, there's a space made and things are filled. If you've never read Genesis one with the with the mentality of like God creates a space and fills it creates a space and fills it creates in space and fills it and then in the second story of creation you're like what the second story of creation it leap it, it leaps into that create God creates a space and fills it you know after Genesis says God created man and woman in his own divine image and the divine image he created a male and female he created them Genesis 1 then in Genesis chapter 2 it says he took this clay and he created a space, and then he filled it. God breathed the very life breath of creation into this formless, um, unevolvable blob of mud. Well said. Well put. And oh. so we, we start there because for so many, if they're coming in from another Christian tradition, non-Catholics coming in, or maybe not taught at all, some people are hearing this again for the first time. Um, and they're unlearning and relearning um, what those Bible stories that they learned growing up, or maybe just what they always thought the beginning was, what right. what they thought happened in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Um, and then we're, we're leveling the playing field and getting everybody on the same page. Yeah, like uh, one of my favorite things to see is to, like, to watch eyes sort of wake up. They're just, they're like, wait a second. Um, there's not six actual 24-hour periods of creation. They're like, wait a second. I, Father, I've never really heard that there's no sun and moon on day one. The, you know, the rabbis say that's the, that's the fallen angels. That's the separation of the good angels from the bad angels. Yeah. They're, given the, they're given the choice. Who will you serve day one? And then like each of those days of creation to see the beauty of creation, that it is good, that it is good, that it is good. But none of it is as excellent and as beautiful as the creation of man and woman, which is this dignity, this image and likeness that are poured in, that are breathed into man and woman. And that separates them from the animals. And that's why Adam says, there is nothing here like unto me. And then the second story of creation, God then creates Eve, Eva, mother of the living, and Adam, which means every man. And so when people, they, they've never heard that because, you know, we get some agnostics. Like this year in RCA, we have one guy who has been raised a, a Christian and then turned to atheism. 
Because, why? Because he disagreed with Genesis chapter 1, the literalness of a, a 24-hour period. He's like, how does science and this correspond? And everybody told him, well, science is wrong. He's like, well, I believe in science, just like in Nacho Libre. I believe in science. He sees the beauty of science and the importance of it and understands mathematics and dark matter and the idea of a Big Bang, uh, a cosmological beginning that from w which energy starts. Without a first move mover, there is no movement. Uh, and students hear this story and they're like, wow, okay, um, I, I agree with that. They, they discover that like, that Genesis chapter one is not a physics, an astrophysics book. No, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a book detailing astrophysics. It's a detail of, of telling man and woman that you are created in this beautiful way, different than all the other things. And it's written for a, an audience. It's written for a time and place. And I think like right now, our time and place needs to hear Genesis chapter one over and over and over again because of the confusion as to the dignity of man and woman. We've lost our way. We've lost our yeah. way. And so that's, that's, that's the story of the kerygma is like, we've lost our way and it occurred in Genesis. And it's a, it's a, it's occurred a thousand years after Genesis and a thousand years after Genesis and a thousand year, another thousand years after Genesis. I think everyone can read it and find yourself in it yeah. and where I am in relation to God, where I am in relation to the person God made me to be. Yeah. So the, that, that, that's the beginning of the kerygma. And, and where does the kerygma, the idea of it come from? I didn't, I, we didn't invent it at St. John. And Father Brian O'Brien did not invent the kerygma. Where, where did the kerygma come from? Oh my gosh, you're quizzing me. Oh, there it is. Hey, wow. hey you know what? You're a convert, aren't you? I am a convert, yes. And they say converts are the best Catholics. Oh, oh we have to live on, up to on, that. Let's follow okay, this. Okay, okay. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, philosophical, tell me if this is true or this is erroneous. Kimberly is a convert. Converts are said to be the best Catholics. Kimberly is therefore the best Catholic. <laughs> that is so erroneous. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Kimberly, that's the best Catholic. <laughs> oh. You know, it's like, it's like that line that you use from, it's like, um, God, oh, let's see. Love is blind. Ray Charles is blind. Therefore, Ray Charles is love. Or God, let's say God is love. Love is blind. Ray Charles is blind. Therefore, Ray Charles is God. Okay. And it's like that, a it's a false syllogism. That math works out. Okay. Uh, thank yeah. you. It's yeah. a false syllogism. Okay, so do we do we know where the kerygma came from? Like, how long is maybe I should ask you this? How long have people been using the kerygma? Day one. Day one. <laughs> <Yeah>. Acts. <laughs> Acts. You're the right. book of Acts. Ding, 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 ding. She's a winner. And Jay, what does she get? Well, today she gets this old armband from a concert in Las Vegas. That, Thank you. I, I found it. Just so sitting proud. here at the studio. I will treasure always. In the, in the trash pile. There we go. And, and you get a cup from... Eskimo Joe's. Congratulations. I have none of those in my home. Thank you. Good. Well, <laughs> yes, your your home is probably detail organized. As, like, I went down. Who was, I was uh, on the fundraising circuit. And I said, do you just have like an old cup? And they said, no. I was going out fishing. They said, uh, no, but you can take one of the nice ones. It's like, I'm probably going to break it. I'm like, it's okay. 
Like, we just don't keep junky cups around here. Now, that's different from my house. Anywho. Different from my house. So the, the kerygma starts way, way, uh, as the sound of music says, it starts at the very beginning. Mm. Okay. Wow. That smile is basically saying, please stop. You're embarrassing yourself. I'm gonna ha- I do. I do. I'm a public embarrassment. I'm going to have to hear that in two weeks anyway. Just give me a break right now. <laughs> Okay, so so w- yes, I, I I love the sound of music. Let us start at the very beginning, and this is where the kerygma begins. It starts at the very beginning, and, and it's that proclamation in um, Acts of the Apostles that Jesus tells people to go out and do: go out and preach the gospel, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. And what is the story of the gospel? It's it's exactly what you said. The kerygma. It's, you know, there, there's a problem. There's there's a beauty of creation. God lo- so loved the world. Then there is this fall, this choice, this free choice that Adam and Eve, you know, uh, the mother of the living and every man, they, they chose to do this. And then out of that, this brokenness that enters the world. And I, I loved it. It's like, there's a remedy. God has a remedy. Genesis 3.15. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and his. And she shall crush your head, crush his head. And so we're waiting for this son and this um, this mother to show up, of which Ahaz uh, knows about the the king. He is like, no, I will not ask for a sign. He's like, dude, just ask for a sign. And that's where we get the song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, who ransoms captive Israel, that mourns in lowly exile here. And, and from that, then we're waiting for this son. And this woman, and, and then it was tell the story of Nazareth, of, of the son coming into the world, the son of the most high God, the second person of the most holy trinity, taking flesh in the womb of the blessed Virgin Mary in Luke's gospel that we heard. Did we hear that on the uh, Assumption a couple weeks ago? I think we heard it on the Assumption a couple weeks ago. I know it was Mary and Elizabeth hanging out. But then the, that beauty of like Jesus discipling and leading them to Calvary and to the cross and the importance of the cross and the importance of suffering. Without suffering and death, there is no salvation. There's no redemption, comma, and without the resurrection, Jesus is just another dead dude on a cross. I I think that was a big piece of my conversion going through RCI as well as learning the place of suffering in our life, that we, it will always be there. We can't escape it even becoming Catholic, um, suffering had a place, but it didn't have to be meaningless. Mm. Yeah, there, there is a, like, there's a way we can bring our sufferings in the union with the, with the cross of our Lord and, and walk towards the resurrection with them. Okay. So, so that, that is what we, and this, this goes on. We do this all year and then there's sacramental theology. So people learn about baptism, confirmation, the Holy Eucharist. They learn about the mass, uh, they lo- learn about um, anointing of the sick and the sacrament of confession. They learn about the the. Um, they learn about Christian living. They learn Christian about living. how to be a Catholic. They learn about virtue. They learn about prayer. Um, Ooh, they Thomas have Aquinas's. Uh, what do we do? What is it called? The uh, prayer for a well ordered life. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that really drives it home with a lot of students. Like about um, virtue, that just that life of like, how do I live? Prudence, justice, temperance, fortitude, faith, hope, and love. How do I become? A virtuous, well-ordered person that is that that can journey to the kingdom of God and be open to God's grace. Mm-hmm. Kind of the game plan for them of living out their faith, and they have opportunities to grow in community with other Catholics. Wow! Because for a lot of you know they're branching out um, mm-hmm. from their from their own families. Some of them are 
not going to have any other Catholics in their lives. So it's important to have friendship and community and, and to build your own family of faith. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Because the four those four things are of the of early church and the Acts of the Apostles, or the apostolic teaching, mm-hmm. which is the charisma and the faith life and, and the teaching of the apostles, apostolic teaching, prayer. It says the breaking of the bread, which is the old school phrase for the Eucharist, which we still use, and communal life. Yeah, we cannot live our faith alone. It's not just me and Jesus. Mm-mm. Anytime that it appears, it's like on the on the roads, people are joining together. Jesus sends them out, goes out by twos, twos. two by twosies. Yeah. Oh, that's Noah's <laughs> Ark song about bringing them in by twos by twosies. Okay, so let's um let's as we bring this episode of the best. Catholic podcast in Payne County to a conclusion today. When is when is St. John's RCA class? St. John's RCA classes. We'll start August 24th, which is a Tuesday. Whoa. Yeah. We're going to give everybody a chance for welcome week mm-hmm. and then we'll start up. Um, we meet 6.30 to 8 p.m. at Hester House. Oh, and they can, they can find information about this on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and CatholicPokes.com. Absolutely. Wow. And then uh, never fear if your class schedule or your work schedule doesn't allow you to come on Tuesdays. And we will never let schedules stand in the way of you learning more about the Catholic faith or becoming Catholic. Um, we already have an alternate class scheduled for Sundays. Um, but failing that, um, we will always work with students. Okay. Uh, and then St. Francis Xavier, you can contact Father Brian O'Brien directly. Their starts on Sunday, September 12th. 6.30 to 8 p.m., 6.30 to 8 p.m. So, uh, and you can go to sfx.org or Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, all that stuff at St. Francis if you're interested in becoming Catholic. Kimberly Williams, thanks for being here. Thanks for your contribution to the, the life of the church here in Stillwater for these college students. Again, Pastors of Pain, we are here all the time for you. Have an awesome day. Peace. <laughs>